There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, talkers. We are hanging out with the one and only Brittany and Patrick Richardson here, standing in for Lori and Julia on this Monday afternoon. It has been a fun show without Lori and Julia, but hey, they're coming back soon. Don't worry. We're not replacing them. Don't worry. We're going to have them both back in studio Wednesday. Patrick and I can't keep these hours. I get too hungry in the middle of the show to ever have this. That's tough. It's it's a hard life we live. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um... (laughs) Who's Lori and who's Julia? Oh. No, tough call. That is a tough that call. That is a tough call. We, I can't decide. Yeah, yeah. no, that's we'll not We'll just go back and forth. Yeah. Okay, perfect. We'll be yeah. Lori and Julia versatile. Okay. I love so, that. I'm Interchangeable. Gonna, I'm going to take some of these questions for our 530 laundry yeah, talk Yeah, do it here. up. Do, you go do your job, okay? All right, all right. Come on. Stay out of our business. <laughs> um, I read this and I thought this would be perfect. A woman in North Carolina recently bought a vintage Cartier purse for a buck. She now sold it at an auction last month for $9,450. That's not incredible. Does that, how does that, I mean, what, how does that make you feel? You buy and sell. I mean, are you still? Uh, I don't really do vintage anymore. I don't have time. Yeah, it's still a lot. It's it. a lot of time, isn't it? it? I mean, and I still have a little in the store just because I love it so, but. You know, uh, what I mean, was what 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 is your biggest turnaround you think you've made? Um, I don't know because I didn't do a lot of like buy outright. Yeah, um, I tended to do more consigned. So you know, I would have split it, whatever it is. Yeah, I did have people bring in things sometimes, you know, and they'd think it was going to go for a hundred bucks, and we'd sell it for a couple thousand. That's amazing. You know, doesn't that feel so good to call them then? Yeah, exactly. Um, what's a brand that holds up you think best? Um. Well, I mean, the one that would hold up ultimately the best is Hermes. I mean, the Hermes bags are, I mean, you know, I think that there's been research that, like, they perform better than the stock market. (laughs) Um, You know, but any any high-quality brand is going to hold up just because the quality's there. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's Chanel or Gucci or Prada or Saint Laurent, you know, they're going to hold up because the quality's behind them. It's always going to be a good bag. What do you think is the most like underrated or like the less in your face kind of like luxury designer look? Like what's like, you know, not the I'm not talking about like, you know, the obvious ones we've right. had like the like the labels all over it. But what's the ones that you see and you go, OK, that person's understatement is is, you know, it's understated. Designer. I think that happens with a lot of brands. Like, yeah. I mean, I think. You know, you can have a Gucci bag yeah. that has a Gucci logo on it, yeah. but you can also just have a leather Gucci bag 
that has no logo, but you still know it's Gucci. Yeah. Um, I think the Prada, sort of the the nylon, you know, I think that was the epitome of sort of subtle luxury because yeah. it was a nylon bag. You know, yet it's a beautiful thing. Um, I think, you know, every brand does that. I mean, Louis Vuitton does leather bags. So you can have those pieces, you know, sort of as blingy or as subtle as you want. And I think there's actually going to be a return to subtlety. I think we're going to start seeing less logos. Yeah. And I think even the logo brands are going to start doing less logos. I just read an article about how Gwyneth Paltrow had such subtle luxury in all of her looks for court and how that was like, that's what they think is going to be trending is like the avoidance of, you know, Fendi written everywhere. It's the idea of like that subtle luxury, that nicely made thing. Yeah. See, and I, and I love that because, um, like Bottega Veneta used to have their, their, uh, dust bags used to say the only initials you should wear are your own. And so I kind of like those, um, sort of, understated pieces that you're like i'm not entirely positive what that is yeah i know it's really good but i know it's rich baby exactly all right thank you that was for my own good i'm obsessed i used to go to patrick's store in northeast minneapolis and spend any extra money i had which was never any it was always like my rent money and then having to figure that out later i loved buying your stuff no you still have the stuff and you don't live in the apartment i'm just (laughs) It's very true because I was kicked out. Um, okay, I thought I saw this article. I thought I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, it's uh, participation trophies. People have real feelings about them, which is always funny to me because people have real feelings about um, how other people should do everything, right? Uh, have participation trophies made kids too soft? A group of politicians in North Carolina think so. They are now pushing to ban them. Last Thursday, three Republican state senators introduced the, quote, Eliminate Participation Trophies Act. It would ban them at all youth sporting events in North Carolina that are sponsored by state or local governments. If an event or league gets government funding, any trophy or ribbons that give they give out would have to be based on, quote, identified performance achievements. Um, the idea is to stop making kids think that they're wi- a winner just because they showed up for something. But people in favor of the trophies think the whole topic is overblown. In general, most of the trophies and ribbons go to young kids like six, seven, and eight-year-olds, and they sh- usually get phased out by middle school at the latest. Thoughts? You know, my bigger issue? What? My bigger issue is let's let the people that are doing it make the decision. Right. You know, I think so many things, like let's stop trying to legislate things yeah. when we're not there. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say like I'm pro-participation trophy or anti-participation trophy. My issue is I am pro letting the people in that district or whatever make the decisions for their own area. Yeah. You know, I just, I mean, it, it's, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things um, I think participation trophies, you know, I never had them when I was a kid. Yeah. So I don't have the experience of having participation ribbons or participation mm-hmm. trophies. So I can't really speak to it. But what I can speak to is, you know, I'm going to make the decision for my own kid. Yeah. I, I like that boots on the ground. Who's ever there is making the call because they're the ones that are like standing there with crying kids or not, or they're like, nobody even cares. We're wasting our money using these or all the things. I think it's so you're so right. Is like 
I get more mad at the idea that politicians are working on this. That yeah, they, think, like, that you've got to have something else. There has to, talk to be about. something I mean, else. There has to be something else. And it, it, you're so right. Like the idea that I have, no, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't even know like what we'll do with our kiddo. And it's just so wild. The idea of going either way. I love, I love that point. I mean, well, I mean, if you had a bunch of kids that they all worked really, really hard, I mean, there can only be one best. Yeah. You know, and that's the truth, right? But if you had a bunch of kids that worked really, really, really hard, yeah, and they all get a trophy, fair enough. And if you have a bunch of kids where two of them are clearly the stars, yeah, and you don't do participation trophies, fair enough. But you're the one making the decision, and you're the one dealing with the kids. I mean, selfishly, I hate stuff in our house. Yeah. So, like, I'm excited about the idea of them just working on me not having to Marie condo this later out of my house. But again, that's very, very selfish, like me not just wanting stuff for the sake of stuff. But I don't know. I don't even know the development. They just, this is so interesting, too, because they were talking about the whole cry it out thing with a baby and how they talk about that there's no, it's rare that a baby will learn something from that. Like, okay, I can learn, you know, whatever, and how the effects on that. And there's strong opinions on it either way. And it's just kind of funny where you just want, you just want to be told what the right thing is to do. And unfortunately, it's so blurred in like what the opinion is. I have some, I have, a, I have the silliest argument ever going on as well right now online. Mm-hmm. Chris Pat, Pratt um, got this Super Mario Brother movie, and people have real feelings that he's not a fictional Italian plumber, and they don't really want him doing this movie. Oh. Okay. Did anybody see the original? What do you mean the original? The first, the the live action Super Mario Brothers that came out back in the day with uh, John Leguizamo playing Luigi. Oh yeah, Luigi. yeah, 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 yeah. Is John Leguizamo Italian? I no, no, not, not at, at all. all. There you go. Answer solved. I'm you, sorry. No, um, I just when you said original, I'm like like the one we play. No, there, there was <laughs> I was going all the way. I mean, yeah, I was no. going OG on that. I know. Was like, no, there was an original from like the mid '90s that came out. That was it's okay. A really weird movie. But I yeah. got even a better question. So they're Mario Brothers, right? That's yeah. what you call them, the Mario Brothers. But mm-hmm. his first name is Mario. So does that mean they're his name's Mario Mario? <laughs> no, I think it's like George Foreman, where they just all have the same name. Okay, but what about Luigi? Because they're well, the Mario Brothers. The middle name, maybe. That's what I'm going to go with. His <laughs> yeah. name's Mario Luigi. That seems, so, you know, that seems less. Because Mario, like the Mario, his middle name was probably like, you know, Grant. <laughs> and then, you know, something really William. cool. William. Something super cool. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, the other ones just had to take the names that were left. Did you ever play Mario Party? Um, I mean, I'm Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. I did not. It's after my time. Okay. Who's your character, Grant? Mario Kart, if you Toad, I liked Toad. You are, Toad gets thrown off so easily. Because you could always, when you're battling, you could always crouch down and you could sneak under things. So I'm a Toad guy. I was Peach. All the way. Oh, Peach is fast. She was sneaky fast. Fast and a little bit sturdy. Yeah. Peach was a good one. Peach was a good one. I picked Peach a lot. I'm actually excited about this movie. I go to, as you know, a lot of movies. And this, to me, is taking one of... A, a, a children's story that crosses generations from the 70s all the way to now. You know, everybody, you're going to have kids that are going to love this movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be smiling like it's 12 year old Grant playing Nintendo in the original, you know, Mario Brothers. So 
I get that there's Honestly, this whole hubbula about Chris Pratt. But the, the funny movie thing looks is, good. there's barely any criticism. It was me grabbing an article that like happened right. to talk about it. It yeah. was though. This was actually quite a big story about a year ago when he was yeah. announced. It but was a big deal. I just mean like a lot of times it's like five internet people that happen to write an article. <laughs> I don't think anybody actually no, cares. And no. if they do, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just go ahead and email Grant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grant, right. at my talk. But no, it was kind of cool too for the premiere of this movie. Did you guys talk about this when I was taking questions? No, we were just talking. Yeah. When our guy uh, from School of Rock, what's his name? Um, Jack, Black. Jack Black. He wore a custom Bowser suit because he voices Bowser in mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. And so if you want to go look on the, the we'll, we'll call it the Britney and Patrick show page today Ooh, at, uh, at mytalk1071.com, there's a cool picture of the premiere of this movie. And Jack Black in typical Jack Black self is rocking out in a custom made suit with like spikes on the back and yeah. flames on the arms to represent Bowser, who's like the bad guy in Mario, if you don't know. But he's having awesome. a lot of fun with this role. And in life. And in life. life. That's true. This is very true. Jack Black. Just lives life to the fullest. Conclusion of this segment, Jack Black is winning at life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We'll be back with uh, Grant's Dirt Alert. I'm- All right, gang. It's Julia and Lori here for First Equity Mortgage. And, um, you know, I hear some other ads for mortgages and things like that around. But um, working with First Equity, nothing is ever a puzzle that they have to fit together for you. What they do is they have solutions. They, uh, nothing needs to be solved. When you're working with First Equity, it is always easy. Things always work out. You feel like you've got such a champion on your side um, and a friend in your corner who's going to help you get exactly what you need. And um, we see this all the time on the feedback from First Equity Mortgage clients, all of you, because we get your testimonials all the time. And David and his team, they know how to make it happen for you. They know everything that's going on. It's calm. It's smooth. It's an easy process. And real estate agents love working with First Equity. Work with work with our team, First Equity. Call them today or my talk keyword, David. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, give us the dart. All right, well, we're going to start. I got to turn my mic on. I always turn my mic off as habit there. But we're going to start this one out with a little story about Dungeons and Dragons. And um, this is the new movie that came out this weekend, Honor Among Thieves. It has Chris Pine. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez was fantastic. It's, it, you know, Hugh Grant. Great you went cast. to it. Yeah, I went to it. Great cast. Great movie to see. Uh, and one thing that, you know, I would just say is that uh, I did go see it at that ScreenX at the Mall of America. Have you ever heard of this thing? ScreenX is really cool. It's got like the screen in front of you and then they have four projectors on the walls and they use the walls. So it's like a screen that entirely wraps around you. That's wild. And it's I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's in, it's a really... It's, it's, they didn't use it all the time. They use it at certain points when it was like necessary. And when it's necessary, you find yourself like just looking... It's. It's unique. It's very cool. But in this movie, Bradley Cooper, now this is not like 
you know, we're not we're not talking Marvel. We're just talking a basic new movie. But Bradley Cooper, and I said this earlier, makes a really cool cameo in this movie. Okay, mm-hmm. he's a very very small man. They they shrink him down to a miniature sized human being who dates Michelle Rodriguez's character, who's just she's like the Hercules of. She's just she's just super kicks strong. Butt. She's super strong, strong. Okay, kicks butt. Got it. And and their former love interests. But the, it's just so they have this whole scene and they have this dynamic. This whole story is played out throughout the movie, and then they have this one scene. But the cool part about it was was the director for this movie. Uh, they did a show back together, being uh, Bradley Cooper and the director John Francis Daly. They did a show in 2005 together called Kitchen Confidential, mm-hmm. and it was only 13 episodes. And they just basically had so much fun together. They were kind of like college buddies, and they've kept in touch all these years. And when all the, when he found out that uh, Fr- John was going to be taking this movie over, he was like, "Hey, I just you know we had so much fun doing that, you know." It, I want to just come and is there any way I can help you out? Have some fun with this. And it just goes to show, I think Bradley Cooper is one of the most, he's just, he's, he's willing to do anything. You know, he'll play, he'll play rocket, a raccoon on Marvel, and then he'll go do amazing things with uh, the Barbara Streisand remake of uh, a star is born, you know, hangover. The guy has no shame. He just, he gives it his all. And I feel like he's just a, a quality dude for, that gesture in itself. You love it. I love it. And I, I'm with you. I like that. I like, I like that he follows, there seems to be, He's not going to say yes to everything. He follows. He wants. He only does what. He's at a point where he gets to do what he wants to do. Yeah, and he doesn't really like take himself too seriously. Yeah, you know. I mean, like when you see the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm excited. I want to take my nephews take to your, this. Oh, your nephews will love it. I've got a almost 13 year old nephew who plays Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, isn't that wild? I mean, what a throwback. I mean, I guess kids play it now. Like he goes and he does. Um, he the paints dice. little figurines. Yeah, they, and they have the figurines, and they have the dice. And even at certain AMC theaters, the dice, if you play, you know you can get a dice popcorn holder. It's the dice that they use in Dungeons & Dragons. They're really applying this out. And I think it got popular from... Um, Stranger Things. Yes, in Stranger Things, when yeah. they, that first scene from the first episode, it kind of brought it back into cultural <laughs> you know, relevance a little bit. So um, I've watched... Uh, People play Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch TV um, before because why wouldn't I? And uh, I'm really hoping that this year, his birthday is in June, that he will do a Dungeons and Dragons theme and then we all get to play it. Because like I love the idea of us leaning into these characters, especially as like as his aunt and like his mom and everything. It would be so fun. Okay, You'd be the coolest aunt for sure. Give us more dirt. dirt. All right, let's, 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 um, before we get to the big uh, Yellowstone news, which Lori is just going to freak out over this one. Let's just let's do a little Madonna news. Now we right. learned about I think it was in February the passing of Madonna's brother Anthony uh, Sassone, I believe is it Sissone Sassone, I believe. I know Lori would know the name, Jaconi. but Jaconi. Ciccone, thank you so much, uh, Patrick. I appreciate that. Well, he passed away, and um, they had, you know, there was no real uh, release as to how he had passed away. It was mm-hmm. everyone was speculating because he was in treatment and he had a lot of alcohol, uh, substance abuse um, situations in the past. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of speculated that, but apparently he had also, you know, it was respiratory failure and f- he had passed away from throat cancer. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I you know, obviously from you know potentially from use of other things, but. Uh, cancer was never mentioned when we first learned about this whole thing, and and they always said Madonna was always supportive of him, of him mm-hmm. up until his death. She even wrote that beautiful thing where she talked about, she said, thank you for blowing my mind as a young girl, introducing me to jazz musicians like Charlie Parker and Miles Davis. I also thanked her brother for introducing her to religions such as Buddhism and Taoism. You planted many important seeds in me, and for that I will always love you. So it's just... 
you know, it's a sad story, but now I'm, we know a little bit about it. Yeah, I'm glad you gave us a follow up because it is it was hard not to make assumptions when you know things like that. Your brain kind of does that, even though it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so if give us a follow up on what is cause of death. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So thank you. Yeah. And, you know, it's just uh, it's Madonna. She's our girl. So. Speaking of one that we're a big fan of here, Kevin Costner Ooh. and Yellowstone. And last week we heard the news that uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey is going to be getting a Tyler Sheridan Yellowstone spinoff of some sort. Yeah. Um, Lori thought it would be an 1883 in between where there was, a, uh, I believe, the, the son of Harrison Ford. I, I'm not sure because I'm not all caught up on all of those. But the biggest thing this last weekend was Taylor Sheridan and Kevin Costner did not show up at uh, what was called Pally Fest, and it was a big deal. All the co-stars, all the characters from Yellowstone all showed up to do a panel and meet these people. And, and it, you, pay, you pay money. Big, big you money, pay, over you pay, $100. Some people paid over $100 to yeah, be there. to go there and to make a big deal about it. And so I guess they hand out the, uh, like, who's the docket, who's going to be on there once you get there. Mm-hmm. And when they received it, people were angry. Yes, they, yeah. Does it make you change? Okay. I know we're having a lot of Kevin Costner being a diva kind of feel is what we're we're hearing from everything, right? Yes. Does it change your viewpoint on this show knowing that your main leading man is just uh, is kind of a jerk? No. No, not my biggest thing is right now kind of what Lori has touched on is I wish Taylor Sheridan would focus a little bit more on Yellowstone and stop going branching out, maybe get some help writing help because this last season of Yellowstone was so uh, lackluster the first half of it we shall see the second half but i mean there's reports from after this all came out there are reports you know last week that the head is, heads of paramount still weren't sure on his status with the show and they also are reporting that kevin costner requested to film the second half of yellowstone's fifth season in one, one week, week. He wants out of there. He wants out, yeah. The popularity, he's got other things going on. What's going on? I don't know, but you know what? I would give that Dirt Alert a 12 out of 10. Thank you. Yes, Grant. Let's hear what's going down on the traffic. Yeah. You're listening to My Talk 107.1, where talk is dirty and we need someone to come clean it up. Well, yeah, we can talk about sex. We've decided instead of talking about sex today, we're going to talk about sex stains Monday. <laughs> um, are all stains. We've got Patrick... Yes. Patrick here. Stains are sexy. Maybe that's where we're going. Stains are sexy. Mm -hmm. That means you're eating well, you're doing the things right. And a man that can clean them properly is even sexier. Yes, Patrick. Oh, yes. And wait, side note, you did say you're hiring as well. Yeah, I am. I'm hiring at the store. So, you know, if you want to come hang with the laundry guy and his laundry friends, hiring at the store, you can email the, just go to thelaundryevangelist.com and Email in. Email in. And I mean, it's okay. I Mona Williams is the store at the Mall of America, correct? Correct. correct. Just to make sure we're getting the... Yeah. Uh, yep. And also, um, as somebody who doesn't have any extra time to give, I'm, I just want to come hang out. So, I like, think you should. Uh, can I there? get like a part-time, part-time job? Like right. an oh. hour a week? Um, oh, I love it. every time. I've been there a couple times and it's just a delight. It's like, hey, and you're there a lot too. I yeah, mean, he's yeah. there all the time. Yeah, it's awesome. He so. told me his schedule and I was like, okay, so you're busier than me. Okay, we had a lot of calls, yes, a yes, lot of yes. emails, a lot of people messaging in um, about stains and we promised we were going to give this last couple segments to laundry. Um, I'm going to hit us up first with Tammy. She said that uh, should she stop using liquid fabric softener? She's stopped with the dryer sheets and use wool balls and aluminum foil because of you. Okay. Shout out to wool balls and aluminum foil. Ooh, ooh. No to no to fabric softener. You got to stop. Gross, gross, gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do not need it. 
Um, it's taking away so many characteristics of your clothes that you love. It's going to take four or five washes to wash out. But once that happens, your clothes are going to be naturally soft and you just don't need it. You'll save a lot of cash. Thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Tammy says, thank you. All right, Grant, give us one. All right, I've got two in a row here. One is going to be of the home cleaning, kind of based off your new book that you got coming here. She's got a tub. It's an old tub. Mary is her name. And there's like a little yellowish hue kind of going on to it. And she wants to know how to clean it without reglazing it or refurbishing it. Is there a way that she can, something she could soak in there to clean that yellow out of that tub? Well, if you want to fill the tub up with some hot water, you can throw some oxygen bleach in it and that'll do it. Oxygen bleach works so many times. Yeah. But honestly, we also have an old tub, and the way that I clean it is I put about a half an inch of really hot water in it, a little bit of dish soap, and I just make it up into, like, you know, make it sort of frothy, and then that's what I use to clean the tub. And the great thing about dish soap is, you know, there's oil in the tub. That's what's causing that yellowing. And what's great is dish soap is meant to cut oil. Yeah. So it's not the same oil that it's Mm. meant to cut, but it totally works Super simple. So I do have to have a confession. Um, I worked with you once before, and I was really excited because I got oil on my shirt, and I was like, I know the answer to this. I just put Mm. a little bit of dish soap on it. Mm -mm. Well, I put a little bit too much. It's acidic. And um, no, it worked. It worked. I took it out, but it. um, what happened was I put too much dish soap on it, and it caused so many bubbles. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because I did like three things at once. Yeah. uh, yeah, But, um... It worked so well. So I still do it to this day. Like, it's definitely, you just have to be a little bit, mm-hmm. be normal about it. Like, I feel like I was not being normal about the amount I was putting well, on. With anything, people get so excited. I mean, I, I got understand. so I get, excited. It's laundry. It's, it's so exciting. I didn't. And so you just want to, like, just put a whole bunch in there because it's so fun. I, like, let mm-hmm. it soak in it because yeah, I was really excited to no, get this shirt yeah. back. And, yeah. yeah. I, my, I did the thing that you did where I put it right in the spot and then rubbed it out a little bit. And then it created it, this, the acidity of, of the dish so, or of the dawn yeah. created the pilling on that specific yeah. little area. Yeah. But let's go to the uh, little stain talk here. So this was a, a gentleman that called in, a nice gentleman listener who uh, wears some of our local underwear here, Duluth Trading. Nice. Shout out to Duluth. Shout out to Duluth. And uh, he used to use the cotton brand, but he's moved over to this new, like, poly blend that's a slippery silky type fabric nice. and he's above the age of 60 and he said things start to happen at that point in time and uh there's things, leakage there's leakage in the crotch area for him and he would like to know without using bleach because there is color these there's different colors so he doesn't want to use bleach he has tried tied in hot water and steam and they don't seem to work how can he get these stains out well here's the answer it's oxygen bleach oxygen bleach is color safe that fabric that you're talking about is polyester and polyester really is kind of a wonder fabric. I mean, we can do anything with polyester, but it has the issue of being hydrophobic. So it hates water and oleophilic. It loves oil. So it's loving the oil from your skin and it's loving the oil from the things that are going in there. And it's just not washing away. Oxygen bleach, totally color safe, but it will break down the, because oxygen bleach breaks down protein going to break down those proteins and wash away goodbye proteins goodbye goodbye all right do you have any more should i keep going no keep going give it to us grant k called and she has uh, her son has a north face down vest it's like that polyester on the outside but down on the inside and uh apparently her son there's a lot of oil coming from his face and it's staining the collar yeah how can she get that oil out of the or he could get that collar stain the oil stain out of the collar the best way to scrub the collar is to use some oily soap 
We were just talking about dish soap, and I'm not a fan of using dish soap on your clothes, but use oily, like liquid hand soap would okay. be perfect. Use liquid hand soap and a horsehair brush and just scrub like the devil. Then when you wash the down vest, you wash it with soap, not detergent, because you want the down to be fluffy. Let it hang to dry. Once it's dry, in the dryer on air fluff, so no heat with three tennis balls. The down can totally take the heat of the dryer. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. It's that water repellent finish on the vest that can't take the heat. Oh. That's what. Oh, okay. I got that. I've had that issue myself. Yeah. All right. Let's go over to Jackie, who has a fun one. She she just asked, why was it every time that she does her darks, she forgets a Kleenex and not when she does her whites? <laughs> you know what? It's one of the great mysteries of all time, right? <laughs> right. That was a funny It's just, you know, my guess is that Jackie loves laundry so much <laughs> that her subconscious wants her to redo that load. That's redo right. it. That That's is it. so true. Yeah. I, when she called in, I thought that was a fun little slide. And so mm-hmm. let's go to Victoria, and she's got a, ver- a wedding bedspread. It's it's over 75 years old. It's off-white, right? It's It originally was an off-white color, but it's becoming yellow. Um, how does she clean it? And she mentioned, does she dry clean it? What's the best way to go about this? Because this is a very old piece. The first thing she doesn't do is dry clean it. That's right. Um we're going to go back to our friend Oxygen Bleach. I mean, it's like last half hour brought to you by Oxygen Bleach. <laughs> but um, if the bedspread is fragile, I would hand wash it in the bathtub. Okay. If she feels like it's pretty durable, I'd toss it in the washer on the express cycle. I would add eh, about four tablespoons of Oxygen Bleach and a tablespoon of detergent and just wash it. It's What's going to happen is all of that yellowing is going to kind of lift out of the fabric the water is going to be really gross, kind of brown. Mm-hmm. So she's going to have to really rinse it. But when she rinses it, it's going to look amazing. Love and it. I don't know what a wedding bedspread is. but I don't now. either. Well, I'm guessing it probably has like a nice veil or, you know, like. A wedding you know, bedspread. Yeah. Yeah. So you just use it for the wedding? Yeah, I know. That's, that's like, my, I mean, I, 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 it's just. Consummate the marriage. Who knows? I mean, I, you know. Sex, sex Monday. Right. Sex stain laundry. Yeah. Right. So uh, Patrice called in. And um, she has some Chuck Taylors. They're white, and they're a canvas shoe, you know, not leather. Yep. And sometimes they, like, change color before she even can, like, bring them out to wear them. But she wants to know, is there any way to, like, prevent them from changing color? Like, you know, if you have those sprays that you spray on leather shoes to prevent things from coming out, is there something yeah. that you can do with these Chuck Taylors to prevent it from getting dirty and or clean them? I wouldn't put anything on them to prevent them from getting dirty. I would just pull the laces, put them in a mesh bag, and toss them in the washer when she does some whites, and she'll be good to go. Really? A mesh bag? Huh. Yeah, but mesh bag, the reality is the shoes will be fine in the washer. You're actually using the mesh bag to protect, okay. the, protect the washer yeah. from got the it. shoes, not the other way. Got it, got it. Awesome. And then we've got one more call-in and a couple emails that we can get to maybe in the next segment, but this last call-in was from Brenda, and I know how you feel about Tide Pods and pods and all that, but she wants to know, what do you feel about Tide Pods, and what's your opinion on soap sheets? So Tide Pods, there's way too much detergent in way a pod to use them. Um, they have enough detergent to do about five loads of laundry. Mm-hmm. The sheets were almost there. I mean, the reality is I don't hate them. I don't think they're great. I think in a year, they're going to be a really awesome, really viable option. Right now, the problem is you'll have one sheet that's impregnated with a ton of detergent, and the next one will have hardly any. Oh. We're, we're, we're Almost there. Like we're almost there. We're just not quite. It's almost like somebody needs to get in there nah. and create the product that's missing. Yeah, well. Maybe Badger. Okay. 
If you're loving this, now keep in mind, I checked the website, I checked Amazon. We officially have House Love, his new book, available for pre-order. Mm-hmm. House Love, a joyful guide to cleaning, organizing, and loving the home you're in. Um, you can pre-order that uh, at Amazon. Are we going to share that link? It's already there. So if they want to go to the Lori and Julia or slash Brittany and Patrick show page today, <laughs> you can go there. Patrick's website is there. So everything he talks about, all these products, that's all available there. Right, right, Patrick? All the yes, products? everything's there. And then also there is a link to Amazon to pre-order this book for December when it comes out as well. We'll have more Laundry Love and uh, My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1, where talk is vacation hours. <laughs> where... We've got uh, me, Brittany, we've got Patrick, we've got Grant, we've had a blast talking dirty, dirty laundry. We have we have more, but uh, more importantly, Patrick, your second book is now available, House Love, A Joyful Guide to Cleaning, Organizing, and Loving Your Home. Mm-hmm. Um, you officially is for pre-sale. Right. When, when do they get it then? Um, it, it goes live the day after Christmas. Oh. So you'll get Beautiful. it just in time. To clean for the new year. That's perfect. I know. It's amazing. It, um kind of weird. I mean, it, people are like, oh, it's really weird timing, but it's not because, you know, January comes and you take down the Christmas tree and you put away all the stuff and you just want to clean. Honestly, I feel like it's going to be fun. Like, it's that iconic book. Everybody talks about your laundry love book. They have that one, like, in their laundry room. That's all I hear people say. Like, I keep it in my laundry room. This is the kind of book that I feel like is going to be the same. So that's so exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. How? I mean, it's just crazy. It's 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 amazing. That's all it is. It's just amazing. It is just amazing. Um, do we have more questions? Yeah, I know got, that I got three more via email. I'd see if I got any more since that point in time. That's okay. Three will uh, be perfect. Three, I feel. yeah, with the time we have. So let's start out with this one. How in the world do you get dryer sheet stains out of clothes? Dryer this is from sheets? Lily. Dryer sheets. Day, yeah, um, that's going to be something oily. I honestly, I would use vinegar and water if they're Spray? really bad. Yeah, I would just use fifty-fifty vinegar water. Okay. If it's really bad, this isn't the greenest alternative on the planet, but it's greener than throwing away the garment. You could actually wash it with a little ammonia, oh. and ammonia is color safe. You know, it's good to use. It's good to go, but I mean, it's you know not the greenest, but it's better than throwing away the item. Yeah. Okay, well that uh, that t- that should work. Also, don't use dryer sheets too, right? There you go, problem That's solved. Big thing. Get that rid I, of them. I've learned less detergent, no pods, and no dryer sheets. Exactly. Every time I go to put in, because I love filling it up full of detergent. Me too. I'm like, no. I always think of Patrick and go, no, less is more. That's right. Just a, just a little bit, That's and then right. I never. I'm. I'm really like I hate buying more things and like having conti- I dryer sheets for me. I've been too lazy to use anyway. So good, <laughs> good for you. Uh, so this one's from Sherry, and she has a small like baby size sheepskin rug with a stain of unknown origin on it. And she has heard that uh, sheepskin can be put in the washing machine. Is this true? Question mark. The rug is twenty plus years old and has only ever been spot cleaned. Ooh. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you this as a. It can sort of be put in the... Yes, it can be put in the washing machine. Here's the problem. It's going to tangle like crazy. You will be so much better served putting it in the bathtub Ah, and hand-washing it. Wash it like you're going to wash the dog. That's what I was wondering when you say hand-wash in the tub. I'm curious. You know, just put it in there, put a little bit of soap, and just like massage it with your fingers, literally like you're going to wash the dog. Got it. Because it'll, it'll clean it up. 
but it's not going to tangle, and you're not going to have to try to rake it out with your hands when you're done. And what liquid are you using? Um, I'd use like a little liquid soap or a little laundry detergent. Really, you honestly could use shampoo. Yeah, I guess because it's Cause like it's an hair. animal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel more comfortable, have yeah, your you, husband wear it on his back while you clean it. Well, yeah, I mean, you can yeah. do that too. It just you And know. it's like also foreplay. Well, it's still Sex Monday. It is. I guess it is Sex Monday. You're was, welcome. Another hot sex tip by yeah. Brittany. Wear that child rug on your back. Child size rug. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I was thinking, you know, we really should have done with Socks Monday. <laughs> and we kind of missed out on it. Oh, yeah. I do have go. cute socks on today. I got skier socks. Like, Adorable. Thank there you. you. Very nice. All right. Well, we've got two left, actually. One email, and we'll take one more phone call who called in here. So this one is from Julie. And this is a house cleaning type approach here. So yep. away from the laundry. All right. So, and we talked about this the last time you were on, but I think it was uh, soaking like the stove grates. But this one is suggestions for cleaning the grates of my gas stove. So Oh, okay. Super easy. Pop them in the sink. Yep. Cover them with hot water. Add a little bit of oxygen bleach. Let them sit 20 minutes. Rinse. And they will look like they are brand new. Really? It is so simple. Yeah. Um, natural gas is really oily. Yeah. And so the grates get dirty because they get so oily. Oxygen bleach cleans them right up. I mean, they will look like you just brought them home from the appliance store. Every time I do this show with you, mm-hmm. my ma- I talk to my mom. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. And um, she'll literally, and then the, for the next like two months of my life, we'll just every problem I have, she'll go oxygen bleach. Well, <laughs> and you know what? The thing is, it's really one of those things. It's yeah. kind of... You know, the seven up and crackers of the housekeeping world. It oh. just works yeah. on everything. Well, I like that you broke it down, like the chemical reasons why, you know, it breaks down the hydrophilic uh, mm-hmm. or. Yeah, it's basically hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. I mean, it's it's super safe. It's easy. I just think that it it works so often. I mean, it would be a lot more fun and a lot sexier if I would keep coming up with, you know, you could use baking soda and lemon. No, and you, you do you have could, other options. But. But yeah, I no. just want to go with the fastest, best, you know, so you can get back to, I don't know, sex time because we're it's sex Monday. No. Oh, my God. I didn't no. mean it. I like I absolutely agree that like you you keep I wouldn't think to use oxygen bleach on the stove. Yeah, I right. wouldn't think of that at all. Even the way that you like laid it out. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, you know, you have these solutions for that. And, and like you said, a lot of the stuff that you're bringing over from Laundry Love you can use in house love. Right. And so that's like perfect. It's not like you're going to reinvent the wheel. These are some of the same stains right. we're dealing with. So, no, makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. We've got one more, Terry. And she is a caller. She's our last one. Terry, how are you? And what is your question for Patrick? Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Patrick, coffee stains on a white T-shirt. I still see a little gray ring. Okay, this is actually pretty simple. And um, I'm going to tell you kind of a weird way to do it, but I know that it will work. If you lay it across a bucket or like a really big bowl, get the tea kettle or something like that where you can get some really hot water. It doesn't have to be boiling, but you want it hot. And then what you do is pour it through the stain and like hold the tea kettle as high as you possibly can because the force of the hot water actually is part of the process. Oh, Dang. Look at that little wow. physics tip. Throw yeah. a cup under there. Yeah. And I like mean, that's like somebody's like <laughs> half and half, half decaf, half. Coffee's expensive these days. Maybe I can get a second cup done. Right? See? Well, you make that decision on your own. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm just going to tell you how to get the stain out. It's like people that use Keurig cups twice. I've got a, oh, a yeah. I've got a friend that does that. Oh, you do it. Okay. I like strong coffee as well. Yeah. I feel like that's the big problem you're having yeah. with this idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for calling. That was Thank I, you. Yeah, that's a. I, you have to tell us. Call us and tell us uh, how. You, maybe film it. That would be a, <laughs> get such a ladder. A YouTube. Yeah, get yeah, a ladder. Yeah. TikTok yeah. that. Yeah. Put down, put down something on the floor, get a ladder and right. a teapot. And just and, and go for it. Yeah, you have good insurance, just live right? Your best life, <laughs> have a second person there. Maybe an emergency responder at this right point. Holding the phone saying 9 1. Yeah, you yeah, yes, yes. I used to do that when I was scared. I just push 9 1 on the house phone and just get and just ready wait, for that. Just wait because oh, you know any second. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much. All right. That is it for us. We are doing no more dirty talk. No. No more sex Monday. No more sex Monday stains. There. Oh, God. But hey. Patrick, this has been amazing. A so blast. Fun. Well, how much fun has this been? I can't even believe we. Did they, did they give us money for this? I know. I right? didn't pay to do this. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, Patrick, amazing. Grant, amazing. Grant's always awesome. He's uh, always awesome. Thank you guys. You're the best. Uh, and uh, you'll get some. Some Somebody will show up tomorrow, so don't worry about we it. We got half a LoJ tomorrow. Half a LoJ. Job done. Off you go.